0: Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that uh, three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness Got the Struggler's Blues. The Struggler's Blues.
1: We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the Fairways of I-4. In the house, Holly G and Will Perry.
2: I think that caffeine's kicking in.
1: Ah, uh, you think so? Yeah. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I just got
2: a little like tingle. Yeah, tingle.
1: Um, as always, we want to give a big shout out to one of our partners in crime at the Golf Insiders, the Big Summer Golf Card. They've got an event coming up this Monday, Will, uh, at Celebration Golf Club. This is a, a, a um, shotgun, 9 a.m. shotgun, so you'll beat the heat. Only $40 per player, and it includes golf, cart, lunch, goodie bag, prizes, contests, and all the money goes to the first tee. We played in their event. It was so much fun. Um, you just, you know, just show up. If you want to just come out and play, they'll tee you up with somebody, and you can go to the Golf Insiders, click on our events and promo page, or call Celebration Golf Club directly. That's this Monday, 9 a.m. shotgun. And um, let's see. Also, you can still get your big summer golf card, Florida's number one golf privilege card for the past 22 years. Now in Orlando, and plenty as we, of
2: opportunities to play out in our area.
1: Oh, 35 courses. The best ones are there. And now you can purchase it for just $29.99, 29 99 regularly $60. And you still got plenty of months to go through the, through the, the end, end of October. October. Yep, and yep. some of the courses are through the end of December. So we love the Big Summer Golf Card. We appreciate their partnership with the Golf Insider. And you can go to our website to order your Big Summer Golf Card or go to BigSummerGolf.com. All right, he's on the line. I think he's in Akron. Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Hey, Bob.
0: Hey, how's it going? Sorry you couldn't catch me there right away. My apologies. I am in Akron.
1: No worries. Uh, So you just wrote a short bit ago on uh, your column on ESPN.com that it looks like weather is going to play a factor for both Thursday and Friday. They moved the tee times up.
0: Yeah, for both days already.
1: Wow. <laughs> I mean what? they
0: they they made that decision actually yesterday. So, uh the weather forecast is so bad. I mean, usually they they would not make that decision until like certainly not for Friday until tomorrow. But I guess they're so it's so bad that they're worried that, you know, there's going to be so much bad weather that they figured we might as well just start them off early and hope we can get as many holes in as we can each day. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's going to – we're going to have – I mean, it's beautiful right now. It's too bad, but it's going to be uh, – apparently we're going to have a good bit of uh, rain the next two days, and, and both days it's supposed to come in like around noontime. So they, they have a feeling that they have – if they get lucky, they could maybe get get it done in the morning. It's a short field, 76 players, so the tee times are only from 7.30 to 9.30. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's an unusual one. I, I don't remember seeing that uh, very often.
1: Uh, for our listeners, can you remind them how, how the WGC uh, invitationals work? You said only 76 players. It's a limited field, and it's based on world rankings.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, this one is based on that. World ranking is one of the aspects, and it's also based on wins at certain events, um, and and some is FedEx points. You know, like if you weren't in otherwise, but you're up there in FedEx points, you get in. But for example, Harold Barner is in because he won the Australian PGA last year, um, and so there's always a few kind of obscure because. Harold's like way out of it in FedEx Cup points. He's not up there in the world rankings, but he won a tournament that counts to get him in. And so you always have a few of those. There's, there's, there's uh, Sean
1: Norris. Money.
0: Yeah, there's. Um, I'm trying to think of where he's from, but he might have been like an Order of Merit guy, like from Japan or Asia. You're like there's, there's some quirky ways of getting in, in keeping with the whole world golf formula. Um, you know, the, the match play is straight the top 64 in the world. That one's simple. Um, this one and the Mexico event now have – they're a little bit different in how, they, in how the field is determined, but it's basically the top 50 in the world and then various tournament winners from around the world, which is why you get a field that's in the 70s-type range. It's, you know, it's a, it's, there's no cut. The, these events are meant to be huge perks to the players. You know, there's obviously a minimum payout. It's usually in the forty to fifty thousand dollar range, depending on how many players. Which you know, um, you know, at some places you're going to have to finish probably what twentieth, twenty-fifth, make the cut to make forty or fifty thousand dollars. Here, you're guaranteed it. You know, no matter what. So um, you know, these events are very, very. Uh, you know, they're they're very lucrative. They're prestigious, but they're also lucrative. Um, and it's a nice perk for a guy who uh, who gets in them.
2: We've got Bob Herrig from ESPN joining us. Hey, Bob, uh, there's some pretty awesome pairings uh, for this week. We've got John Rahm, Justin Rose, I'm sorry, Justin Thomas, and Adam Scott playing together. Uh, we've got uh, Jason Day and Rory McElroy and Jordan Spieth. Um, you know, from the fans perspective, this is kind of like a really good chance to catch some really good action uh the first two days.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they make a point to try to do that, you know, to to have some really good groupings um and uh you know, again, it's you you you've got all the top players and uh why not? I mean, really, when you go through those those groupings, there's not too many players on there who aren't known to golf fans. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, obviously Jordan and Rory playing together the first two rounds is, is pretty cool, given that, you know, they, they've got a nice little rivalry going right now with, with Jordan having won the last major. And Rory, you know, many people think he's a great favorite for the one at Quail Hollow next week, the PGA Championship. Uh, you know, obviously, Jason Day's been number one in the world, um, so uh, that's a really a really good group to watch. It's just a shame they're they're making a play so early.
1: Don't you think Rory has really got to be uh, looking at this PGA Championship um, in in a big way to, uh, you know, hopefully cut Jordan off at the pass in terms of getting the first opportunity at the Grand Slam? Yeah,
0: and it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, isn't it? Um, You know, to sort of make it come down to that. uh, I I think it's not so much about Jordan as it is about, you know, if he doesn't win three years without winning a major after that great run, you know, and and really kind of derailed by injuries. You know, in 2015, no, he didn't win the Masters. He didn't win the U.S. Open. But he was, you know, top ten or so in each or borderline at the U.S. Open. And there was a lot of anticipation for that Open at St. Andrews with Jordan going for the third straight. And Rory, of course, having played St. Andrews quite well. Uh, you know, it was it was setting up as an epic showdown. Of course, Rory hurt his ankle playing soccer. And, and then, you know, his first tournament back was the PGA, and who could expect him to really be, be fit and ready to go? He wasn't. And then last year, um, you know, he just, uh, he just didn't really have it in, in the majors. Uh, uh, you know, it, it wasn't like it was a bad, bad showing. He missed a cut, I believe, at the PGA. Uh, then he got hot at the end and won the FedEx Cup. And so there was a lot of anticipation going into this year. And then he got hurt. He got hurt in January. It affected his lead-up to the Masters. Played only one tournament between the Masters and the U.S. Open. Missed the cut at the U.S. Open. Actually missed three out of four. And, you know, really his first kind of decent tournament since the Masters, really, was the Open, where he tied for fourth. And he had his problems there, too. So it's almost been kind of a lost year for him. It's a lot to put on yourself to say, well, man, now i got to win the PGA. Uh, even though he has won – tour event there twice and it just sets up so nicely for him everybody's been kind of looking at him as the guy to win there and uh and we'll see if he's got enough time to get his game in shape and now he's going to have a new caddy and that whole distraction so a lot going on with rory right now
2: well and speaking of rory i mean from the perspective of you know him coming into that event wow i just too, I need your help on this one. I l- I had a total mind fart here. All right, so. <laughs> I got one ready to <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to fire back on Rory, but just totally slipped up.
1: Bob, I I'm curious because it's a guy that I frequently pick and and I thought was going to win on Sunday. That's Charlie Hoffman. I'm I'm wondering when Charlie's going to break through, and and win a major.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, he's really having a heck of a year. Um, you know, he was there at the Masters. He was up there at at uh, at the British Open for a little while. Um, obviously, last weekend, you know, playoff, um, It's kind of hard to fault him. You know, it's uh, he made it, actually made a really nice comeback to get into it. He's been knocking on the door a lot, and you know, um, there's a lot of players out here who who talk about his talent, and uh, and, and wouldn't be surprised if he if he did pull it off, but, um, you know, the thing that always kind of that I question is for a guy who's been out here so long, and he just only has a handful of wins. Um, and you know, there's a lot of scar tissue on the veterans who, who've, you know, the, that's the beauty of what Jordan's been doing. Frankly, he's got these wins under his belt at a young age and he's built up confidence and the negatives. Are far outweighed by the positives. A guy like Charlie, and even some degree of Matt Kuchar, they have they've played so long, and even though they've had success, they've also seen the downside, and it just makes you wonder if if um, if that is a bit of a mental hurdle to overcome.
1: So, who are you picking to uh, win the WGC?
0: Well, you know, there's so many, so many uh, choices here, but uh, I'll give you two. I
1: actually
0: went, <laughs> I actually went with Dustin Johnson because um, he's trending. Uh, he is a little bit now. He did have a bad final round at the Open. But he was tied for eighth last week. He did win here last year. You know, if he's on his game, this course is so tailor-made for him. You got a, a lot of long tee shots required. Um, and to get it out there as far as you can 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 really be a you know an advantage. Um, I picked him but you know i'm still a little skeptical. He is not he just has not been the same since he hurt himself right there before the masters it's just it's a shame that happened. It would have been fascinating to see how he would have performed there and you know, he had won three straight tournaments and how, how would he have been in the mix? Would he have been in contention? you know even if he didn't win. You know, he then he, he rolls into his next. You know, he took some time off after that to let the back heal. He did have a good tournament at the Wells Fargo. He you know he missed a playoff there by a shot. But really hasn't done much since. Missed the cut at the U.S. Open. Missed the cut at the Memorial. You know, um, uh, so <laughs> I'm picking him, but it's uh, it's a tepid pick at at, at best.
1: All right. Well, as always, uh, we appreciate time. With Bob Herrig from ESPN.com, live from Akron. Thank you, my friend, and stay dry over the next couple of days.
0: Thanks a lot. Take care.
1: Listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game, more golf talk coming up. Stay with us.